marriage, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues here on the American Family Radio Network. AFR is what you're listening to. We thank you for joining us. We have 181 radio stations that we own and operate across the good old U.S. of A. Number 182 will soon be on the air in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Right, Walker? That's right. We, uh, we're working on the final details of that, so we'll be in Chattanooga pretty soon. Chattanooga, Tennessee, covering most of uh, Chattanooga proper there. Well, also, uh, we'll be reaching into parts of Georgia and northwest, northeast Alabama, I should yeah, say. Yeah, very good signal there in Chattanooga. Absolutely. So we're excited about putting that new station on the air. Thank you for everyone who writes us checks and supports our ministry. We couldn't do it without you, and we appreciate you praying for us as well. Uh, Steve Jordahl joins us now. Good morning. Ed, Walker, Tim, and now Steve. Good morning, Steve. How are you, sir? I'm well. It's a good day here in Mississippi. It's a good day. It is. All right. Every day that uh, I'm vertical, <laughs> it's a good day these days. <laughs> uh, you don't have much of a standard there. Do you? I know. <laughs> but that's very high. That's a grateful heart, Steve. Yeah, that's right. You're standing, you're grateful, you're vertical. Okay, uh, Steve, what are you leading with this morning? Uh, 20 retired Army generals in France are warning that the, quote, Islamist hordes of the suburbs are causing France to destroy. Uh, disintegrate and there could be a revolution coming they say there have been uh, 14 of the past four years 14 attacks carried out in the name of radical Islam and the death of 25 people in France 36 others have been foiled this is in the last four years and uh, six or seven years ago I was in Paris the day that the Bataclan nightclub got uh, shot up by Muscles. Oh, you were. You I were was, there. I was there. Paris vacationing wow. or what? Yeah. Or sightseeing. Yeah. Uh, so. What you got in France? This is an important international story, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just lay it out for just one minute, and then you guys chime in or correct me. France uh, has been allowing Muslim Im- immigration into their country for two or three decades. Am I right? Yes. And to the point where I think 10% or more of the population of France now are Muslim. Well, they have not uh, assimilated into the French culture very well. They've basically come to the country, but they still have their own enclaves. Am I right? And now you have a a growing class of Muslims there, some of whom are Islamist, and they want to impose their religion on the broader culture. And the French are not used to that. They're European. Uh, They're not like Americans exactly, but they do 
not want to have, uh, what do you call Islamic law? Sharia. Sharia. They don't want to have Sharia imposed. They have a European culture that they want to protect as well. So, so you got a clash going on now, and what's happening is with these attacks that some of these Islamists are having on uh, French citizens, they're stabbing them. They're making it dangerous. They got no-go zones for cops, and the native Frenchmen have had enough. Mm-hmm. Is, is what it appears has happened. Have had enough, <laughs> and now you're talking about retired generals of the French army saying we're ready to rise up and take our country back. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that to me, I'm, I'm envisioning a civil war, Ed. Well, yeah, they're talking about a uh, basically a coup. They're talking about if the Prime Minister Macron, Emmanuel Macron, cannot uh, keep Islamists, they said, from disintegrating society, they they then there needs to be a military takeover of the country. There was one tried, I think, in in '68 um, in France. It it failed, and here in this case, there's a, a law in France that says that retired um, military leaders are supposed to remain politically neutral. So these these generals will be punished. They said, hmm. but it, I, I think for them to come out and say something so bold and so blatant and something that would damage their own lives. Uh, there's something going on in France that everybody with a, a brain can see is happening, but yeah. political correctness won't allow the, you know, French, uh, to, to say care anything. I, I was there in 1968 as well. Did, does your mic, is your mic working? Hey, c- correct me if I'm wrong. The much of this, uh, <clears throat> much of this is illegal immigration. In uh, France, yeah, Tim's having mic issues. Um, but much of this, <clears throat> much of this, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong here, but much of this is illegal immigration. Right? I don't know if it's illegal. I, I'm not sure. I haven't heard <clears throat> I thought, that. I thought they've they, had issues going through Turkey they probably and going do. into Europe. Yeah, they, illegal, they do. Yeah. Illegal, legal both, and illegal. Both. But, um, but this, 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 this issue, and this isn't just Muslims. This is with any time you have two cultures two societies, two basically worldviews clashing. This is why it's so important for countries like America to vet who's coming yeah, in. Yeah. Are the people coming in, do they share our values? Uh, but Europe, I mean, uh, France obviously hasn't done that. Here, here, The bottom line is here, and of course, again, Europe is not exactly like the U.S. in terms of our freedoms and liberties and so forth, right. our Constitution. However, it's still a democratic. Well, uh, Islam is incompatible with democracy, okay? It's like oil and water. Mm-hmm. They do not mix. Now, they can mix as long as the mu- Muslims are a vast minority, but Islam teaches theocracy. Mm-hmm. They teach total—that's why you don't have uh, democratic governments in Islamic uh, uh, in uh, Islamic dominant right. nations. Right. Look at the Middle East, for example. So uh, that's the problem. That's the heart of the problem, right there. And it's coming to a head. It appears in in France. The European and the French legal system is not helping. The court there uh, just recently ruled that uh, an 
Muslim person who who uh, stabbed and killed a French woman in 2017. His name is Kabili Taure, and he uh, was charged with uh, attacking and killing Miss Halami. Halami is her name. Anyway, they ruled that he's not liable because he was high, because he had too much uh, marijuana in his system, therefore could not be held liable for the crime. And it just... Let me, excuse me, th- good. Uh, th- let me then move on to the next story here. Sure. Yeah. Let me put a caveat in what I just said, uh, because I've known, I've known many Muslims who did respect uh, law and order in the U.S. and Israel and other countries, who did not want to impose Sharia law right. on on others. So, but most of the time, those Muslims are what we would call backslidden in the Christian faith. In other words, they're really not devout. Correct. Or practicing Muslims. Orthodox. Or yeah. If you have devout Muslims, they they only want to advance the will of Allah. They are the ones who will commit who who follow Sharia law and they do want to that they they those those followers of Islam do feel like Imposing uh, Islam on the world is their calling, mm-hmm. even if it means violence. Okay, uh, so that's why they commit so many acts of suicide bombings and so forth. Mm-hmm. They think they're doing the will of of God, of uh, what they call Allah, of His Prophet Muhammad. So that that's that's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. All right, but uh, Ed, one one question related to this. I wanted to ask you. Okay. I've often wondered, you've got a lot of Muslims from northern North Africa. You've got a lot of Muslims from uh, the Middle East. And they they all migrate to the to the land of the Christian. Uh is what they would Europe I'm talking about. I, they don't migrate to the Congo. Right. Okay? They don't migrate to other Muslim countries, for example. Why is that? Well, I think the. By the way, first I, I want to toss in here that a. Uh, I just looked it up just to make sure that in 2016, uh, one of the largest surveys of Muslim opinion in the UK found that more than 40 percent of UK Muslims supported aspects of Sharia law in okay. in the country. So it's a that's a large chunk of those who were there. So I I think that in terms of migration. It is it has gone from northern Africa and the Middle East into Europe because of the destabilization of Muslim governments in those regions and civil war. So you had civil war in Libya and economics and food and economics and food. So you you have the circumstances being such that since these are majority Muslim countries, they got to get out of here where they go. We're going to cross the Mediterranean into Europe. Um, Walker's point about Turkey, uh, Turkey is a majority Muslim country. It's supposed to be a secular nation and a democracy. But uh, if you can get into Turkey, since Turkey's a member of NATO, uh, and uh, I think they're, are they a part they of are. the European Union as well? I know they're a member of NATO. Okay, so th- then the question, I, th- I think they wanted to be uh, brought into the European Union but that would have allowed immigration from Turkey 
into all areas of Europe. And so that's that's been driving that mass immigration. And, of course, they're going to settle in big cities where there's a large safety Paris, net. London, Frankfurt, right? Stockholm. Germany had all, all kinds places. of issues with these uh, rape gangs and, you know. I, I've always just been a little, uh, it's, it's been a mystified, though, why all these Muslims want to come live in Christian-majority countries. Well, they're, they're also stable. wealthy countries. They're stable and wealthy enough to have a safety net. You're not going to go to the Congo and, because well, you're not going to find there's, it. Maybe there's, maybe there's a relationship between the standard of living you get in European countries and historic Christianity. Well, there, there's multiple reasons. I would argue there is. I think yeah. so. There's multiple reasons, though, because you can also have Muslims who want to export their belief system to other countries. Just well, like you, you have too. Christian missionaries go to other parts yeah. of the world, the same thing could happen here with Muslims. But I, I think, I, yes, I agree with that. That's a that's a part of it. Uh, but the vast majority of these people are coming because they're in dire straits in the countries that they, their homeland. Right. But I just, I just always found it ironic. Why go to the, why go to the land of, where the Christians? Why, if you're a Muslim, why do you want to go live in a land where all the infidels are? Well, those are primarily free countries. Don't forget, you're allowed to practice your faith. So you go to get out of a bad yeah. situation. You go to a fairly wealthy, stable country that's going to provide a safety net, and you get to worship. But the I'm way just you want. worried about all these people of color going to the land of the white supremacist. I do not understand it. Speaking you like ha- a tr- you have all these folks in Central America pouring into the land of the white supremacist, America. When they could easily go south, right to the land of people uh, who are like them. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. So I'm worried about them. Yeah, you're worried. This is all tongue in cheek because the the narrative is that we are a racist country, systemically, systemically racist. So why yeah, would people of color want to come here? Right, but that's a fake narrative. That's not the right. truth. The reality is is that we're the land of the free, the home of the brave, where everyone has an equal opportunity to succeed. That's why people come here. And that's yes. why these people right. from Central and South America are coming here. Right. But, and my, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. The The point is the, the leftists who down America, like Colin Kaepernick, he didn't leave. Right. They speak with a forked tongue. They want to they want to denigrate our history and our heritage and, and the Christian uh, Christian influence on our culture. They want to denigrate it. And then they, but they want to, they want to live, they want to enjoy the fruits of of said, uh, right things that I just mentioned there. Right. Uh, so, so when AOC and the, that crowd says, and and Biden, that we're we're a systemically racist country. That's what he says, right? Mm-hmm. That's what our own president says. I don't buy it. It's a bunch of garbage, but he says we're systemically racist, and then they say to the people of Central America. Come on in, yeah, and enjoy the benefits of systemic racism. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I think, and then we'll move on to Steve's next yeah. story. I think Steve the, has some more points. I think there. the root, but the root issue here is that they, deep down in their heart of hearts, they don't believe the rhetoric they spew. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. But it helps them because they're pandering to people, uh, to to to, I guess, to foster hate against the uh, the. Christians and I don't know. 
I don't know. Any, any, any thoughts on that? Well, I, I and think Steve does want to talk. I, th- I think <laughs> you know. You, I'm I'm listening. Yeah. You guys have Go some good stuff. I think I think if you if you want to fundamentally change the country, which I think is the vision of the progressive slash regressives, then you have to delegitimize the country as it now exists. Correct. To do that, you've got to say it is fundamentally and fatally flawed, and you pick you what your reason is. In this case. It is going to be systemic racism. And because we're fundamentally and fatally flawed, we need to have fundamental change. Yes. So you know I what? That's the, yeah. the plan. I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think a vast majority, I haven't done a survey. I've, I've, I've maybe read some on this. The, I don't think the, the vast majority of, quote, people of color in the United States, be they black or brown, or Latino, do you call Asians people of color? I don't know. But but, but, but I don't, minorities, I guess you yeah. could say. I don't think people who are uh, an ethnic uh, minority in the United States, I guess that'd be everybody but white people, believe that America is a racist country. I don't think they... Even they they may do, they may vote Democrat. Yeah, right? I think that's accurate. I think I think public surveys would would prove your point. They don't believe that. They believe are there pockets of are there people who are racist? Well, guess we got three hundred thirty million people. You're gonna, probably going to find a couple racist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But systemically racist? No, no, America's not. Colin Kaepernick is wrong, and uh, if you want to protest uh, an incident where there's police brutality. Fine, and police can make mistakes, and and there there are they need, sometimes those mistakes can be fatal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, nobody's denying that, but to say we're a systemically racist country, uh, that's a terrible accusation to make, and to try to use that in this critical race theory that Biden wants to put in public schools all over America, where you just denigrate. I guess the point is just to put down white people all the time. I don't divide. know what, huh? D- divide and conquer, and and, t- and try to say wh- uh, white people are racist, and we need to hate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and guess what? Systemic to me means there's no resolution. Right, because the Unless system you, you yeah, have to change the system. Is, yeah, is tear corrupt. the system down. So they're so they're trying to. These people are evil and wicked. They're trying to pit white people against black people, uh, black people against uh, Asian people. Have you seen what's going on in New York? In New York in particular. I, I read the New York Post. Uh, the Asian, the, their Asians attacked daily by black males in yes. New York. Almost every day, beaten to a pulp or for, killed. For, for no reason. No reason. Just out of, So, so what, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, the reason I point that out is, that, you, that, that these, this strife and division is, is, is crossing... It's getting uh, not just dividing whites and blacks. It's dividing blacks and Asians. It's dividing Latino, trying to divide Latinos from uh, from other ethnicities. And so this is all to create, I guess, some kind of racial chaos mm-hmm. in the country. And I guess my original point is, I don't think yet, at least, that even ethnic minorities in America buy the idea that America is basically hopelessly racist. Uh, and, 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 but the left is trying to create that narrative on a daily basis. Right. Uh, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Did that make sense? Yes. Yep. Okay. 
Good. Go, Steve. The tactic that they're using to try to sell that narrative is not working. <laughs> Last year, or this year, the Los Angeles, uh, the city of Los Angeles trimmed its police budget. It cut its police budget by $150 million in the wake of the George Floyd defund the police. Well, as you might expect, murders are up more than 25% compared to last year. Shootings up nearly 80% compared to last year. So Mayor Garcetti has gone from defund the police to refund the police. (laughs) He is asking for a 3% increase in the budget, please, so we can put more police officers down on the street. You know how much, you mentioned L.A., you know how much shootings are up in New York City in the last year? Shootings, 250% increase in shootings. And crime is being committed on a regular basis in New York in broad daylight. In front of yesterday, a guy went up and bashed a, uh, a police detective on the head mm-hmm. in New mm-hmm. York City in the middle of the day in broad daylight with a stick. Just bashed the cop. The cop was doing some kind of a detective work. He was just standing outside on the street writing notes, mm. and this guy comes up behind him and just bashes him on the head with a stick. Yeah. What I'm saying is, in these big cities. These regressive ideas of defunding the police, uh, they're coming back from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're coming back to bite uh, big time. Yeah, right. So, and these are all Democratic-run cities. Yes. So if you have institutional racism in your police department, then it's the fault of the Democratic folks that control the city. Yeah. I mean, don't blame it on red states. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they're going to find the deplorables and blame it on them. Yeah. Well, we, we I talked last week a little bit about <clears throat> the survey done about a year or two ago. Well, first, President Trump, then President Trump said he made a statement like, you know, the top the top uh, uh, crime cities in America are run by Democrats. Well, Washington Post fact-checked him and said, well, that's not technically true. And so they did a visual of like the top 50 cities in the country, <laughs> and they said, one of the fifty is run by Republicans. Jacksonville, <laughs> right. Jacksonville, so, Florida. So, so it's a, so the, right. President Trump was lying. Yeah, he was lying, and yeah. he's he gets four Pinocchios. <laughs> but yeah, most of these cities. Look at uh, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. the the uh, the Department of Justice run by the Democrat president's uh, appointments. The DOJ now, the Biden DOJ is investigating Minneapolis, Minnesota, their police department, which is run by Democrats. Right. Yeah, that's a historically Democrat-run right. city for decades. And as and it and as it has been mentioned many times in the last month or so. So this isn't new with me. When you defund police, you defund the police, and you diminish their role, and you defend, and you and you diminish the respect that we should have for law enforcement. The people that become harmed are the vulnerable people in the inner cities mm-hmm. because then it's left to the gangs to run the neighborhoods. That's what's happening in Minneapolis. And and Minneapolis plans to spend more on policing this next year, as does Portland, Oregon. Right. Well, so defund you know the police didn't – that didn't end Not working well. so well. <laughs> well, who would have thought, right? Yeah, right. Yep. All right, you got, an, you got a minute left, Steve? Yeah, just uh, some good news on the gaming front. If you are a fan of the Hasbro game Clue, they've come out with a new version of this game. Has all the characters except Mrs. White is always guilty in this this courtesy 
It's courtesy of the Babylon B. <laughs> That's good. Oh, there's a Mrs. White in the Clue game. There is now. <laughs> oh, she's always the one who commits. I the thought crime. that's the one with Colonel Mustard in it is. the kitchen. With that's, the, that's hey, the that's, game. that's the, so that's like CRT, critical race theory. <laughs> they say any clue, any right? of the characters might have actually committed the murder, but there's a rousing speech that you read at the end of the game, which throws the blame on whiteness and Mrs. White. Is so that's the, a joke. The that's, Babylon B made that up, right? Yes, they that's did. The CRT uh, edition. The CRT oh, edition, right? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, for we Christians, uh, our 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 bond is with the Lord. That's right. Amen. That's right. It doesn't matter what color you are. The Bible nope. teaches it. Just matters that you live and you put your faith in Christ. Room for everyone at the foot of the cross. Amen, brother. Yep. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Walker, Ed, Fred, and Brent, and we thank you for listening. Keep the uh, keep tuned in here to AFR. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.